Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Racist bully ruins my life. I annihilated hers. So the title is self-explanatory, but you will be surprised. When I, a 28 year old woman, was in elementary school, I had a bully. I'll call her Aya because it's the only nice thing I will ever do for her. It all started in the first grade. She was the instant popular girl because she talked about her time in Ghana. She was born and raised there up until she was four years old when her parents immigrated to America. And I thought that was so cool because the only immigrants I've ever known were from Mexico. I'm also Mexican, which is something you need to remember because we lived in Texas. I asked her what life was like in Africa. She looked at me and said in a very smug voice, a lot better than Mexico. I thought that was weird, but I let it go because we were kids at the time and I think she just wanted to be cool or something. As the year went on, she always made offhanded comments about me being Mexican and it was always directed towards me. It wasn't until the second grade when we were just learning this brand new word that we've never heard of before, racism. Seven-year-old me at the time vaguely understood it because my mum taught me the words that were derogatory towards us and wanted me to be aware of them. Anyway, we were watching a cartoon about Martin Luther King Jr. and we were at a scene where the protesters were being unjustly arrested. I thought it was cruel and didn't think it was fair. Aya, though, looked at me and shouted, A b like you would never understand. For those who don't know, the word b is a slur against Latin people. Sure, it's not as disgusting as the N-word, but it is a disgusting word to people like me. And I've been called that a lot of times, even back then. I was horrified being called that in the middle of the class. And I looked at my teacher, who just shrugged her shoulders and went back to the show. I couldn't believe it. We're learning about the civil rights movement, and I was called a racial slur in front of everyone. I tried asking my teacher why she didn't say anything, because what Aya called me was a bad word towards me and my ethnicity. But all she did was say, it's just a word, OP. Sticks and stones. I ran home in tears and told my mum everything. She was upset at first, but at the time she told me that Aya probably didn't know that that word was a bad word towards Latin people. And maybe she'll figure it out when she's older or say sorry the next day. How wrong my mother was. For the next four years, Aya would throw racial slurs at me, calling me a b who eats nothing but beans or a wet back because I must have crossed the Rio Grande River. I begged her every single time to stop and I went to my teachers pleading with them for help, but they never did anything. It wasn't just the racial slur she threw at me. She would insult me for the way I looked, the way my hair was, why I was bigger compared to the other girls who were slim. She wasn't a model herself either. Things got worse in the fourth grade. I was going through a rough time because my mum was dating a man who drank beer as if prohibition ended. He also smoked heavily and the smell would end up on my clothes, which added fuel for Aya's fire. It was when D-A-R-E was a big thing back in the day. 
Aya would always use me as an example about the dangers of smoking, pointing out how the smell was so bad that she constantly plugged her nose every time she walked by me. It led to rumors of me never taking a bath that followed me up until the end of sixth grade. At this time, my mum was starting to realize that Aya was not stopping and she tried contacting the school, but all she would get was that it was just a disagreement between two classmates. She wrote notes for me to give to my teachers, but nothing would happen. And in the fifth grade, things really took a bad turn. My grandfather passed away and his death hurt me so much that even to this day, I still feel that raw pain of his passing. Word got out to my school and Aya walked up to me saying how sorry she was that my grandfather was gone. I naively thought that maybe, just maybe, she'd stop being a bully and say sorry for saying racist things towards me. Nope. It's sad that he died to get away from you. I would too if I realized my granddaughter was so ugly. I broke into tears while she and a few of her friends laughed. And as always, none of my teachers did anything to stop her. I told my mum who managed to finally get a hold of my teacher and demanded that she do something about it or else she was going to go up there and make her stop herself. So for the first time in the whole year, my teacher walked up to Aya and told her to stop being so mean to me. Aya looks at her and bursts into tears, crying that she was being so mean. It's because I'm black, isn't it? Immediately, my stupid teacher backed off. I would go on to use that phrase every single time any of our teachers even attempt to do something. Now, you're probably wondering how she ruined my life. Well, I'm getting to it. Things slowly quieted down when I was in sixth grade, but I was plotting something. I used to draw anime a lot. I wasn't any good, but I practiced every single day and slowly my skills were improving. I was drawing the main cast of Sailor Moon during free period and it was a decent first attempt really. For once, there were no stray pencil marks and I didn't have to erase as much. I left to go to the bathroom and when I came back, my drawing was ruined. It had pen marks everywhere with the words and wet back in permanent marker all over it. I was devastated and broke down. I worked so hard on that drawing and it was vandalized with hate. I looked over to a group of desks where Aya was sitting and I saw her laughing. She and a couple of her girlfriends were saying how funny it was that I was crying over a stupid picture and I saw that she had that stupid permanent marker on her desk. I marched up to her and yelled at her. I demanded to know what it is about me that she hated so much. Why was she acting like a racist towards me when I did nothing to her? Sorry to interject here, guys, but you say acting like a racist, OP. That's not acting. That's just being racist. I was crying, I was screaming, and my teacher told both of us to go to the office. I thought we were finally going to solve the issue, but as always, I was wrong. My principal looked at the both of us and said that I should apologize to Aya. What? I asked. Apologize to Aya for yelling at her. Just because you're upset over drawing doesn't mean you have to yell at a classmate for it, the principal replied. But she ruined my drawing. She wrote slurs all over it. I should point out that she even had permanent marker stains on her hands. Why aren't you telling her that you don't tolerate racism in this school? Why are you always taking her side? I'm not taking sides, young lady, but those are just words. Sticks and stones. I honestly didn't know what to feel at that moment. I realized that I was getting away with her racism and there was nothing I could do about it. I still refused to apologize and the principal called my mum, who demanded that the principal do something about Aya, but nothing happened, as always. After that incident, Aya was emboldened at the fact that she could get away with the bullying and made my life hell. She destroyed me. It was to the point where I could no longer draw again. Even to this day, if I even tried to draw a character I liked, I would break into tears and just stop. My mum tried everything. 
She pleaded, she demanded, she threatened, but my school just brushed her off as an overprotective single mom who just didn't like seeing her overly sensitive child hurt. From my mum's perspective, from what she told me, she watched as her happy-go-lucky little girl slowly morphed into a sad and combative teenager. I developed a hatred towards my own ethnicity and I cried that I wished I was white because I hated being called those words and I hated the way my face looked because I could see my Native American features. That's right, I'm indigenous too. She made me hate myself. It was only after elementary school that the bullying finally stopped because she went to a different junior high school. But just because I was able to get away from her didn't mean that the effects of her bullying stopped I had to go to therapy to get the terrible things she said to me out of my head and slowly regain myself as a person My family who knew of the bullying gathered around me and gave me unconditional love and support All the while telling me stories of our ancestors who started our family how they fled spain during the texas revolution I even went to the tribe I was descended from to help gain a better understanding of my indigenous roots and they helped me immensely as well Yeah, Ira and I ended up going to the same high school But I avoided her like the plague because I wanted nothing to do with her or her bs I was a model student and during black history month We used to have an assembly where we talked about the great black figures in history She'd always go on the podium and talk about how proud she was of her race and that we should embrace everyone of different races Religions and all that good stuff It took all of my willpower and constant reminding of myself that what happened in elementary school was in the past to not laugh and roll my eyes I just thought she was a piece of work Fast forward to 2021 I was packing up my room because I was getting ready to move some of my stuff to my new house with my then fiance, now husband, while we were planning our wedding I was reading a book on my phone when I got a notification from someone I hadn't seen since high school It was Aya I'm an adult now, so instead of feeling the terrible anxiety I would always feel whenever I would get a note from her, I just looked at it annoyed and wondered what the heck did she want, and I opened it. Apparently, she was hosting our elementary school reunion because the old building was being torn down in place of a new one. She was inviting everyone who went to school there so we can say goodbye to the old girl. Honestly, I didn't want to go because that school has done nothing but bring me grief and anger. Just driving by her over the years would make my heart pound uncomfortably. I wanted to decline, but I thought to myself, that stupid school will be destroyed. Why not spit on it or something? And then something sparked in my head. This could be my last chance to expose Aya for what she really was. Aya, the no good racist who takes joy in other people's misery. And it wasn't just me that she threw racial slurs at. She was like that to everyone, from the girl who was from Delhi to a Chinese student who ended up transferring to a different school because he couldn't take it anymore. So, the planning. Having dinner with my mum, I asked her if she remembered the girl who used to bully me. She gripped her fork and said that she did remember and how much she hated that little female dog. I asked her if she remembered going to the school many times to complain about her and she said yes and that she'd written down everything that was said. And knowing my mum, she never threw anything away because it was important documents. So I decided to look into her old files and I found them. It was not only the notes that mum took, but it was also full of the hateful messages that Aya wrote to me, even my Sailor Moon drawing that had those terrible racial slurs on it. The terrible feeling of self-hatred and sorrow came back in full. I was close to tears seeing that drawing and those notes. I really wanted to know why she had so much hate in her heart. After calming myself down, I went to work. I printed copies of the notes along with a note from my principal, which said it seems that Aya called OP nasty words based on her ethnicity. It was even signed by that principal, which proved two things. 
I was a racist and the school knew but refused to do anything And now the moment you've all been waiting for the revenge The little party was basically a barbecue on the school playground I showed up in casual clothing and saw my old classmates for the first time in years to say the least I was the only one who still looked fresh-faced and not worn down by parenthood I did catch up with a few of them most of whom were actually Aya's victims But unlike me they ignored her when she would bully them Looking around, I actually saw some known members of our local equal rights group. I assume she invited them because I made a name for herself over the years since graduation. It almost made me feel sorry for what I was going to do. And when I mean almost, I mean never. The little barbecue went by smoothly and I was talking about the beautiful memories that she had at our school and that she was so thankful that they welcomed her with open arms because she was an immigrant from a faraway country and was worried of not being able to belong. I remembered how proud she was when she first walked in our class. No fear at all. After her passionate farewell speech, everyone in our class took turns saying their own farewells. They half-assed their speeches and some just said the school was awesome. When it was my turn, I looked around and saw everyone staring at me. Aya is standing there with a confident smile on her face as if she thought that I was so beaten down that I'd just say whatever with the school and that's it. But nope. Over the years since graduation, I sort of developed a I don't give a frick attitude. I say what I say and I will do a microphone drop if I have to. I talked about how I was so nervous going to the school because it was something new and I knew that it would lead me to a path of adulthood. I talked about how this dang school had brought nothing but nightmares, horrible teachers and a terrible student who bullied me so much that my poor mother had to spend thousands of dollars of her life savings just to give me therapy because I could not function well. I then looked at Aya and said that she was a prime example of the American dream, an immigrant who worked tirelessly to make it in this complicated country. I then said in the same smug tone of voice that she had 20 years ago, I am so glad you grew out of your racism. And with that, I stood up and left. And remember what I said about those notes my mum kept? Well, I sent them to that local group anonymously and told them that their star volunteer was not who she was. Now, I thought that that would be the end of it, but I did not know of the absolute poop storm that I caused. Aya's reputation destroyed. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When the leader of the group saw the notes, he was livid. He immediately told her that she was no longer welcome and said that she was a terrible example for the people they were helping. Her fiance dumped her. She lost her job. And as it turns out, her parents never knew of the bullying. I guess my principal decided that it wasn't worth calling them years ago. They were angry with her and demanded to know where she got this attitude from. Because from what I found out, her father works in a business that required them to travel to and from Ghana and he worked with many interesting people. On top of all that, my former principal apparently lost a special award she got for her contributions to our school district when the superintendent happened to get an envelope containing my mother's notes and he was just as livid. I got an apology from the school district along with other victims of Aya. They accepted that just to get it over with. But I politely refused, saying that it was too little, too late. I did get comments from my former classmates saying that I should have just let it all go. But here's the thing. I did get over it. 
I wanted nothing more than to just close that chapter in my life and move on But seeing her name in that email really triggered something in me and knowing that she was running around saying things Which were the opposite of what she really believed I wanted her to feel broken the same way as I felt my mum was neutral about it I don't resent her because she did everything she possibly could to stop the bullying I am thankful for that because in some stories i've seen on reddit about people being bullied their parents do absolutely nothing Yep, you're absolutely right. I'm in a much better place now I moved out of state after I got married and i'm happy Aya has attempted to contact me demanding I apologize for ruining her life But I just ignored her and blocked her. I wish I knew why she had so much hatred I was never rude to her. I thought she was cool the fact that she was from africa I love their culture and I thought it was awesome that she was a part of it I also wish I could draw again because it was my only escape from a troubled life I had aside from the bullying I'm just glad I was able to regain love for who I am as a person of mexican descent and of indigenous background Because she really made me feel like I was worthless for it So that's the story of how I ruined the life of my racist bully with the plot twist being that she was black and I was mexican Sure, the words she said were probably just words But those words were very derogatory to me and many people of my ethnicity And it's just as degrading as being called an n-word to a black person And it also shows that even black people can be the worst racist I'm not saying that all black people are racist because i've met amazing black people in my lifetime who truly believe in racial equality I wanted to keep this to myself But after seeing the terrible attacks on asian americans since the stupid pandemic happened I noticed that it was sparking a big debate on who should be charged with hate crime We're still not there yet when it comes to truly being equal regardless of race gender religion and orientation But little by little we're becoming a little bit better not much but a little bit and there we have it a truly sad story with a good outcome let's just say that and i've got to say before i even get into commenting on what happened and your entire journey your words at the end op brilliant i couldn't have put it better myself we're getting there i think slowly but surely and you know even if it's not moving as quickly as as everyone well the majority of people would like at least we're making some improvements generation on generation it is very interesting that you say that racism is not just from white people because in reality, and this is a bit of a controversial statement, but if you think the only racist people in the world are white, then that actually is a form of racism. Because as we've seen in the story, it's not true. And obviously it's not true anyway. Anyone from any race, of course, can be racist. And um, yeah, it is a shame that people like that are still about even in the year 2023 now as for aya herself and the story in general there's not really too much i can say it's just a very very sad situation that you had to go through this bullying is obviously horrible couple that with racism it's, it's actually nuts and look obviously so many negative things came of this the fact that your mom had to spend loads of her hard-earned savings on therapy to try and help you out of the situation from what i will say it does seem as though you are pretty much there but as you said at the end you know you can't draw this girl in school has taken away one of your passions drawing because it brings back so many bad memories that's just a truly horrible thing what i always think about when i read stories like this is how would this person op how would they have turned out how different would they be as a person if this didn't happen to them because we'll never know and that is the truly sad thing they could have been the happiest person ever and i'm not saying that they're not going to become that it's a different life path and maybe everything happens for a reason but nonetheless it's extremely sad to read a story like this and just see how negatively someone's life was affected by someone like Aya. Hey, I will say though, and I forgot to mention, the revenge itself is great. 
because it's quite anonymous. It's also quite an easy revenge and it's very justified, of course. There is no way that someone should be allowed to get away with doing all of this and then have the role that they have right now knowing how they actually feel about these sort of things. And look, not saying that Aya couldn't have changed, but for someone to have those views as a child and then moving on into, you know, the, the more advanced ages of school, it shows that they probably do have these things ingrained in them. And unless somehow they've gotten rid of all those things and improved tenfold in the last few years, it's safe to say that they still do believe these racist thoughts. And yeah, acting as a racist? Nope, she definitely is a racist good for you for getting some revenge. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. I actually really love stories like this and episodes like this. I just get to chill, read a great story. Yeah, it's pretty sad, but you know, it's, a, it's an emotional roller coaster, and I kind of love it. Just sit back, relax, and hear an amazing post, an account of someone's entire life. It's good stuff. Hope you enjoyed it too. OP, thank you for posting it because I can imagine that posting stuff like this is very, very hard. As you said, you weren't even going to post it. So fair play to you for doing it and for helping out a lot of people who might be in a similar situation, as you said at the end. With that being said, I'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new Reddit episode. I'm going to go and relax. What a story that was. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.